I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. To recap Sunday of week 12. Next on Fantasy Football Today in 5. Welcome to FFT in 5. I'm Chris Towers here with Adam Azer. And unfortunately, with six teams on a bye in week 13, week 12, and especially Sunday, might be like an all-time bad day for waiver wire eligible players who are worth adding. I mean, I wrote the early waiver wire targets column on CBSSports.com. And Pat Fryermuth is really the only guy I have much interest. We'll talk about Pat Fryermuth. We'll talk about some winners and losers from Sunday. But first, let's talk about some of the injuries. And we did have some big ones. Chris Olave left with a concussion. He has had one concussion before in the NFL, had one in college as well. So that's something to keep an eye on. At this point, most players miss a game with concussions. Rashid Shaheed also left with a quad injury. Unfortunately, A.T. Perry, who... Had some hype coming into this week. He had one catch for seven yards. Uh, so I'm not sure who, if anyone, in the Saints passing game would benefit from those absences, but probably nobody worth adding in fantasy. Right, Adam? Well, you're going to have to really scrape the bottom of the barrel in week yeah. uh, 13 in some cases. So Perry's interesting, but I would imagine uh, Alvin Kamara would catch a lot of passes and maybe we'll Jawan Taysom Johnson. Hill stuff. Well, right. And if Juwan Johnson's healthy, you know, which I think he is, he might be someone to look at, actually. Yeah, he left briefly with a head injury, but I think he stayed in the game. Uh, another guy who left with a concussion, Demario Douglas. And the concern here, this is his second of the season. I think he missed week seven or week six with that concussion. So anytime you have multiple concussions in an injury, I think you you tend to assume that players will miss more than just the the minimum uh, but at the very least, I'd be surprised if Demario Douglas uh, played in Week 13. Amari Cooper also left with a rib injury, and then Browns starting quarterback Dorian Thompson-Robinson left with a concussion. P.J. Walker has one touchdown to five interceptions this season. He has six touchdowns to 16 interceptions in his career. Are we hoping for Amari Cooper's sake, assuming he's able to play through this rib injury, are we hoping for his sake that Joe Flacco plays in Week 13? I would say so, yeah. I would say that P.J. Walker would be better for sure 
for Mari Cooper than Dorian Thompson Robinson. Yes, based on what we've seen so far. Yeah. Hoping, I mean, look, it was a scary hit for Dorian Thompson yes. Robinson. So I hope he's okay. But it, it's just he doesn't challenge. He doesn't really do anything. He's just mm-hmm. not really going to move the needle for Amari Cooper. I think Cooper, Cooper had a couple of bad drops in this one as well. So not yeah, a good yeah. game overall. But he did have two games with 89 or more yards with P.J. Mm-hmm. Walker. So, you know, it would be interesting if there were just any different quarterback there. All right, let's move on to the winners and losers. And the biggest winner this week has to be just the Steelers offense in general. I mean, it actually wasn't a good game for George Pickens or Deontay Johnson because there was just so much volume to Pat Fryermuth. 11 of the 33 targets for the the Steelers, nine catches for 120 yards. Is Fryermuth, he's south of the Trey McBride, Dalton Kincaid group, right? But Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But, I, I, look, the, Cincinnati is one of the best matchups for tight ends. Yes. We have seen Fryermuth have big games before. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's definitely a tight end to add. There's no question, but I think he's at best. He's like David Njoku where mm-hmm. you're getting, you know, 11 points a week or something like that. I don't think you're getting a, I don't think you're getting a real difference maker. They still can't throw touchdowns ever. <laughs> so I don't think the offense is all of a sudden fixed, but uh, no, it's interesting. And it's exciting to have some life at this position. It wouldn't surprise me if he had 20 yards next week though. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, look, we've seen Dalton Kincaid and Trey McBride not show their ceiling the last couple of weeks, but they've still been very useful for fantasy options, especially in PPR scoring. I I do think Pat Fryermuth is likely to be a top 12 tight end the rest of the way. And unless you have, I I mean, one of like eight guys, you should probably be looking to add Pat Fryermuth this week. And you know who the eight guys are. I, I can't go through them all off the top of my head, but if you feel good about your tight end position, it's fine to pass on Pat Fryermuth. But I've got a lot of teams with Kyle Pitts still. Oh I'm yeah, no. Try to add Pat Fryermuth this week. Yep. Uh, yep. Who's another winner for you this week, Adam? Oh well, did we talk about Kyron Williams? We didn't get to Not him yet. yet. <laughs> I mean, this guy, number one running back, he took advantage of a great matchup for sure. But he also did it in the passing game. He caught two touchdowns, and I talked about this with Heath on the show uh, this just a little while ago. When Cooper Cup came back, Kyron Williams lost his targets, but Cooper mm-hmm. Cup is not Cooper Cup right now. So this could actually stick him being involved in the passing game. I, I remember when Achan broke out and Mostert also had a huge game. And I said, can you really, like for Mostert, can you be a winner but also a loser at the same time because Achan had such a big role? Mm-hmm. Well, really, like, don't discount the fact that Royce Freeman split almost evenly the carries with Kyron Williams. So you are going to probably need that passing downs role. And Freeman has done well. Let's give Freeman some credit. He's ran the ball pretty well. Yes. So it it wasn't all great for Kyron, but there's no question that you can start having confidence in him again. I I was a little hesitant, a little hesitant this week, just first game back from injury, and it's not going to be Arizona every week. I'm less encouraged by how great he was as a rusher uh, uh, than I am how involved he was as a passer. Yeah, the next... Two weeks, very, very tough versus Cleveland at Baltimore, though Cleveland could be without Miles Garrett, who has a shoulder injury, so that's something to keep an eye on as well. But 21.3 PPR points per game, at least 17 in five of seven this season, even against those matchups. I can't imagine a world in which I'm sitting Kyron Williams at this point. He's a waiver wire pickup. You know, before, like, yeah, I mean, he was. Maybe maybe right before week one, but unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, all right, and then I'll also just throw out there Nico Collins as a winner. Had a big game, over 100 yards, his third 100-yard game of the season. Look, Tank Dell's awesome. I think the, the Texans might just have two must-start 
ride receivers, which is amazing because they have a rookie quarterback, and I just can't get past how lucky we are that C.J. Stroud has emerged this quickly to be as good of a player as he is to support all these guys, but he's got 20 targets to 18 for Tank Dell over the past two games since coming back from the calf injury. Actually, more targets than Tank Dell in each of the two games, so don't don't just write off Nico Collins as you know the number two wide receiver here. He might be the number one moving forward for the Texans. Let's move on to losers. And Adam, who's your biggest loser? I would say the Bengals. We see Drake Jake Browning play a yep. game against the Pittsburgh Steelers, and honestly, like, again, it wasn't that bad. I think I think people might overreact a little bit. Mm-hmm. Mixon is the one I'm really worried about. Yes. Higgins, I I am concerned that Higgins is actually droppable uh, if he ever gets back. But Chase is the one we should probably talk about. And yes, he, it is true that two of his passes that he caught were deflected balls. Um, but it's also true that he had over 80 yards. And Browning was through for 227 yards against the Steelers. They're playing defense pretty well. Um, so I'm not completely discouraged. I compared it to, do we, just, do we bench Garrett Wilson and Brees Hall ever? No. But Joe Mixon's not Brees Hall. Joe Mixon's not Brees Hall. Yeah, that's that's Jamar Chase is Jamar Chase is is obviously better than Garrett Wilson. So I I'm okay with with Jamar Chase. He's obviously not going to be what we thought he would be, but he'll be all right. Um, Mixon, on the other hand, is a clear loser and is someone I'm probably going to want to sit most weeks, except maybe not next week. Yeah, I, I agree with that. That's Mixon has just been a volume based touchdown. You know, hope for a touchdown RB two yeah. over the past couple of seasons anyway. Now with, you know, the, the chances of getting a touchdown much lower, the Bengals did not really try to run the ball much in this game. So I don't think we can even view him as that volume-based RB2. I think he's clearly in the RB3 range moving forward. Uh, that's Joe Mixon. And that's going to do it for FFT and 5. Make sure you listen to the full episode of Fantasy Football today for a more in-depth breakdown of Week 12. And we will see you tomorrow. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.